you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Support for today's show comes from Squarespace. The future is coming. Make it brighter with Squarespace. Squarespace makes it easy to turn your idea into a unique banana website. Showcase your work, blog, or publish content, even sell products and services of all kinds. It's just a few clicks. You can customize everything from look and feel to settings and products using beautiful templates created by world-class designers. And there's nothing to install. Colleen? It's not a thing to install. Nothing. Patch. Wow. Or upgrade ever. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code AROUND to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Squarespace, baby. The Around the NFL podcast. Reports for spring training in February. Welcome back to another edition of the Around the NFL podcast. My name is Dan Hanses, and I'm joined by a room filled teaming even with heroes mark sessler chris wessling connie fox and greg rosenthal what is up people hey dan oh this is crazy we haven't done this in a while a lot of people here this is fun i haven't been on a pod with wes in months and months and months yeah we were just talking about that do you have to leave early for this one no. Wow. Now you have this no is, more. This is weird. All seven of your shows are taking a, a nap for, for a dirt nap. Dirt nap, yeah. <laughs> this is like, you know, the Avengers when all the, the super people come together. Am I doing this right? Yeah, you you seem to have a high opinion of yourself. <laughs> wow. I was really well, talking about. Not a know, total Wes parallel. Wes and Colleen. It's great. I don't yeah. have to get on a plane for the first time in 26 weeks, I think. That's nice. Wow. Yeah. Nice. I know. I'm so excited. This is usually the day that I pack. And I'm, I just put away my suitcase. It's awesome. I want to rant against the shadowy league figures for a second. Um, the third floor. <laughs> don't got much use for them. I'll just be honest. <laughs> because they, they always stand in the way of greatness. No. I would have loved to uh, listen to Colleen doing Cardi B on live television on NFL Network coverage. But And maybe Colleen was behind this. There was a, uh, as Lindsey Fulton behind the glass told me, a company-wide missive sent out. Uh, saying we cannot use that on any formats 
because of copyright issues. Because oh, no. they or, did it once. They or, did it yes. once. Well, they did it live. Why was that? I was shocked that they did that. I, I didn't know it was I didn't know it was live programming. Yeah, yeah. Well, it when we did it, it was we weren't even up yet. It was before the show. It was during a break. And then when they played it back, I thought we were still in a break. And I thought they were just messing with me. And then I was like, oh, we're on right now? Yeah, for, for people that don't know, Colleen covered the Eagles victory parade in Philly. During a commercial, you went into a little was Bodak Yellow. Yeah, Cardi B came on. Yeah. That's my song, so that is everybody song. knows now. And since you know, for the people that didn't get to hear it, and since you know we can't play here, can you now do it for bits and bars? No, here I heard myself on the broadcast, and that's enough. <laughs> no, you that's were great. It. You were great. I thought you did pretty well. My, I did too. The version I posted on Instagram is a lot better because you don't hear me directly into the mic screaming <laughs> well, Bodak Yellow. It was it's like part I, of it is know. the Barstool no, tweet is a, is not the version that it's you over two million views right now. I oh think it's very God. unfair. <laughs> if you put a if you put the beat behind it, the problem is you have no music behind you. If you put right. that music behind you, you basically are Cardi B. Yeah. <laughs> that basically, I'm it, I'm just like her. I love her. And we and we love you and I love you, Cardi, Cardi B. But I have to say. That what's up? Cardi B's a female. Yes. Okay. Wes, uh-huh. stop. This Come is Wes. Wes's little bit. Wes, come this, on. This is not a bit. I know. Wes, you no can't way. you can't get mad that you don't get musical respect than the biggest hip hop star to hit the scene in like a couple of years. Biggest hit uh, of the year for sure. Hey, look, here's some news. Music has been going on for ten thousand years before this latest hip hop star. <laughs> yeah. You can check her out on Wes Motorsport, has been busy this No Limit, Wes Cardi like, Cardi. Yeah, Wes is like, I was a really big fan of what was happening in the 12,000s. <laughs> That's a terrible, terrible chamber one. music. Leave it alone. 1,200. BC. 10,000 years from now, Greg. 1,200s. 1,200s. Wes is like, have you heard the new James Taylor album? He's still bringing it. Hey, <laughs> do not besmirch James Taylor in front of me. <laughs> but, Connie, um, uh, what I was saying was... Rampant ages. Love you. Um... But I did get – there was some fun going through the mentions to that Barstool oh, suite. Oh, my God. And my favorite gift – there was a lot of good gifts uh, – was uh, the one – and it's a, a very – it's a viral gift. It's the stop mean. sign? Uh, the stop sign's good, but I like the one that was like – it's all like 80s graphics, and it's like, the whites are at it again. <laughs> <laughs> the comments were hilarious. I knew it was bad when my mom was like, someone just told me you were rapping. <laughs> I was oh, like, no. oh, God. Oh, oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. So here she is. Colleen's with us. She will not rap for us, no. but we, we can find it on the internet for the rest of the time. That's good. Um, today's show uh, is a good one. Semi-banger, I would say. Ooh. Pre-show great? Let's see. The whole crew together. Five of us. Good news. Greg wrote a banger. West is is the campaign. We got West's campaign. We're gonna get to. That's a good good trophy here. Oh, this is an this is an easy B minus. Got a new plaque. B minus. Easy. Coaster. Speaking of plaques, we have uh, (laughs) Stephen (laughs) Akmudi. I hope I'm pronouncing it right. At Stu's Wood on Instagram sent us an amazing around the NFL. Uh, lock champion plaque it's that so Mark cool. and I are sharing this season, uh, but is really property of the whole podcast group, and it looks amazing. And he sent us all coasters of our respective home states um, or the states that we most relate to. So, Greg, you got Louisiana, <laughs> despite yeah. being a Massachusetts That's a good-looking state. Poor Massachusetts, but I do like the Louisiana. It's not a great coaster shape. in Massachusetts either. 
in nah. terms of shape. It's, the coasters are, are wood, and they're in the shape of the state. Mark also got New York. So Mark's it's always been hazy. A lot of people think you're from Ohio. You're, you're <laughs> from Connecticut mostly, but you have some New York. I get tons well. of Ohio, but I was yeah. born in Rochester, New York, which he, if he did his research, I give him a lot of credit for that. Connie got Pennsylvania, which makes sense. And Great coaster, got, too. I got Ohio and Georgia. Oh, you got a double. There you go. Got Tybee and Cincinnati. Well, where's your good. Massachusetts one then, Greg? I'm perfectly Shots happy fired. with Louisiana. But, Stephen, thank you very much. That's where I would rather go live. Oh, and by the way, Dan, the idea that the, this is actually everyone's, yeah. it's yours and it's mine. Right. It's not everyone's. Right. I was trying to be... Come back at us next year. Yeah. Come for it. And there, yeah, and also Lindsay's great lock trophies with us as well. Anyway, big show. That doesn't have I mean, your name on it. We can change How that. How long it's, did it's, this take? You're renting it for 364 more show, days. Guys. Change that. Audio show. Right, okay. What's coming up today? <laughs> Greg wrote a couple bangers. Uh, he does it every year around this time. Prominent names in the uh, NFL sphere uh, that could be cut and become free agents. We have um, free, our free agency uh, primer video is coming up uh, later this week. and um, But there's going to be some other names, Greg, right, that are going to enter the fray that are, are saucy names that right now, as of, uh, as of uh, speaking right now, are not on the free agency list. Well, this initial list that we talked about last show, uh, U.S. and I, Dan, mm-hmm. it needs a little more sizzle. I think we're going to get a little more sizzle with some of little these. Pop, little pop, little sizzle. At least a few good players will come out there. I like it. And then uh, we're going to do some news. And then something that um, a, a listener on Twitter uh, mentioned to me this morning that I will have to hit pretty briefly, I think. Might, for, might be for the best that we hit it briefly, but we'll get to that a little bit later. But, is it Nordic Tony Romo? No. What is that? Have you been watching the Olympics? Well, I've been watching and all of, of the Nordic events. Yeah. This guy sounds just like Tony Romo. Oh, so the biathlon, all those cross country, the a lot of exuberance. It, honestly, like his cadence, everything about him. Is he predicting different Nordic things? Maybe. I haven't been listening that closely. Oh, but but it's we, like I'll be in the kitchen and I'm like, is that, are we, do we have a game on or is it the Olympics? I don't know. He is Nordic though. I think he's Nordic. <laughs> the events are Nordic that he covers. So I'm calling him Nordic Tony Romo. And, and shout out to uh, Mike Tirico, who's killing it in the Olympics coverage. Not a lot of people talking about Costas. Not a lot of people missing him. Just going to say, Mark. That's all. I mean, Costas had his era. It's now the Mike Tirico era. But you would think. I understand where you're coming from. You because would... Greg and Dan and I have had like a 28 month <laughs> ongoing text where Greg and Dan <laughs> a lot, a lot longer see that. themselves as higher standing like broadcasters oh, no. than Bob Costas' right. his career. Absurd. <laughs> Absurd. <laughs> Well, you would just think absurd. I, you are not blips on the radar compared to what he's accomplished. You would, you Sit th- down. You would think after 30 years, though, of hosting that, people, you know, when you first miss it, be like, oh, it's not the same without Bob? old Bobby. No, Who I did he replace? No it's fine with right. Mike Tirico. Who did he replace? Carl uh, Lagerfeld. No, see, no one remembers who's gone. You, <laughs> well, the this, minute you're gone, they're going to forget about and, you, too. And we really should move on. But this brings up something I, I was thinking earlier. Is you, can, I, you can always count on the cost is getting that more is fired absurd. up. That is absurd. Absurd. I've realized now there's three pillars of Mark's <laughs> childhood that if you understand these three pillars – then you understand Mark. And you can't come at these yep. pillars or else he's going to be upset. I don't even know where this is going. Bob Costas. Yep. Star Wars. Ding, ding, ding. Mm-hmm. And the Cleveland Browns championship games. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, I'll tell you, those it's the, the dynamic three. that two, <laughs> at least three. two of those three things, <laughs> I am dealt with zero respect from the, two, from the three of you. You don't... You, Wait, how am I involved in this? Wes is, I'm out of Wes, this, right? Or am Wes I in is, this? No, Colleen is not to blame for anything. I'm going to let it go, but this <laughs> is we mostly on we Greg and Dan. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. Let's do some news. All right. 
The backup role has suited me well in my career. Oh, yeah, Frank Reich. Yes, the Scott Bakula clone. Maybe it is Scott Bakula. We'll never know. But he, this man is the head coach of the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, the saga ended for Indy uh, when they officially announced Reich as the head coach. And he had his opening press conference. Um, he even had him take a picture holding up the newspaper to make sure uh, it was actually happening. Uh, all things considered, Mark Sessler, um, and you spoke of it, and a lot of people agree, uh, I agree as well, that uh, Chris Ballard did very well in that post-McDaniels uh, scramble. And then it looks like they ended up with a, a good choice, which we talked about on Monday. Uh, but how do you think Wright came, out in this pre- came off in this press conference? He came out fine. I mean, I think, number one, he handled kind of what happened with that team over the last week. I think they they probably had to talk to him and coach him up a little bit and say, let's bring levity to this, and it's a new page. But I, he is definitely someone that um, utters endless sentences of coach speak. There's a lot of it going on, and even to the point where I had to write it up, and I thought nothing of newsworthiness came out of this press conference. And it's not to kill Reich, because I think he's going to end up being probably someone that, oh, the last coach hired, I think that means literally nothing. He probably would have been a head coach at some point. He's a good fit for the Colts, it sounds like. He's sort of someone that Ursay seemed to glom onto right away. So no overt negatives, but I came out of the press conference being like, I don't really have any idea who Frank isn't, Reich is. Isn't that what the Colts probably wanted, though? They I think just it's fine. To get this I think it's done. probably fine. Let's get out of the news right. cycle and just have our head coach and prepare for the combine and free agency. Yep. Uh, by the way, they did add one thing that did come out of it. Uh, you remember Pat McAfee? <laughs> no. He was a punter, and then he's going to be a big star somewhere. He, Sounds familiar. Yeah, he was at the press conference. He asked the question that led to that great backup answer. Also asked about uh, Andrew Luck, how to make him magical, I think was the way he put it, and here's what Frankie had to say. The key to make Andrew Luck magical is this is a team game, as great as he is, and I believe he's the best. I believe he's the best. But this game, the reason that we all love this game – I just came off of a team that we lost our franchise quarterback and still won a Super Bowl. So I know Andrew embraces it. This game is not built on any one player. He is magical. He has special, unique traits and abilities that I respect as much as anybody. And I can't wait to work with him. But if we're going to win championships, and that's the plan, it's going to be about surrounding our whole team and the way, the way we're going to bring out the best in each other. Moving on, the Kansas City Chiefs and Derek Johnson. It's the end of the road. The team announced Tuesday that the veteran linebacker will be a free agent when his contract voids at the start of the new league year on March 14th. 35 years old, Johnson has spent his entire 13-year career in KC uh, after being drafted with the 15th overall pick in 2005. Wes, your thoughts about Derek Johnson and your thoughts about how he played this season? Derek Johnson, this is amazing how long he's lasted considering about seven or eight years ago there was talk of the Chiefs releasing him. He was benched for a while during the Scott Pioli regime and Todd Haley regime, Uh, and then he became one of the best. It feels like he re-became one of the best inside linebackers in the NFL. He's had sort of started out of his career high, hit a low point, then went back high again and made four or five Pro Bowls. Uh, has had an awesome career, but they traded for Reggie Ragland last year, and he came on pretty strong at the end of the year. So, so it doesn't really surprise me that at age 35, uh, the Chiefs are moving on from Derek Johnson. 
And he wanted to stay, too. I mean, he he said that he wanted to work something out, but they kind of already had their minds made up on everything. And it's kind of amazing. Like you said, Wes, I mean, he's played through five different head coaches there. He He's seen a lot in Kansas City. He'll be in their ring of honor. I don't know what it's called in Kansas City. It's a different, you know, ring in, depending on where you are, sometimes it's a, a team hall of fame, but he will be on that. I mean, he is he is biggest tackler in in the team's history, thir- 13 years, like kind of like an ultimate glue guy for them. It was a little awkward the way that they announced it because they weren't exactly releasing him. He, he had a void in his contract, so they basically had to put that out there, even though he wanted to be with the team, just mm-hmm. like, hey, we're not resigning. Get used to it, Chiefs fans. Yeah, f- find, the, find the player that lasted – uh, this long with two torn Achilles right. and, and just really? kept on coming back for more. Uh, it's a unique career. They need to get younger on defense, and they know it. I think Tom Bali's gone. Derek Johnson's gone. They released Darrell Rivas. They need to get a lot younger. Uh, another uh, player that is dealing with injury issues, a star player, Cam Chancellor, uh, who has been a major part of the Legion. I call him the Legion of Boom. I don't know if it's going to catch on. Mm. I'm starting to float that out. You there. said they were dead. That was your big hot take. <laughs> yeah, hot that take is. Wait, so they've been reborn dead. again as the Legion of Boom. Are you reannouncing? Um, no, actually, I think I was kind of on target with that. I think it is over for the Legion of Boom. Don't or come like at Legion me. Legion of Boom. <laughs> don't, don't, oh. yeah, very nice. Uh, don't at me, Seahawks fans, because Cam Chancellor wants to come back, but it's all whether his body will let it happen. He missed the last seven games. Um, missed seven games in 2017 because of a neck injury. Coach Pete Carroll said in January that Chancellor could have a hard time playing again, but Rapsheet reported Tuesday that the safety intends to play in 2018 if, and this is a big one, Mark, if he gets medically cleared, he has no plans to retire. So Cam not giving up the dream. It's a kind of injury where we're just going to have to wait and see, but his $6.8 million salary went fully guaranteed already so yeah, it's over like the he's going to try seasons, yeah. he has 12 million guaranteed they well, can try they, they want him back if he can if he's healthy but he's he's not young well there could be an issue there that you can already see coming with mm. Pete Carroll saying he's not sure if he's going to get cleared and sometimes there's battled over guaranteed money so it behooves Cam Chancellor to say he wants to play and it's going to be up to lawyers and doctors, and who knows? Maybe he is going to be fine. They don't have much else at safety behind Earl Thomas. It's a very similar situation with Cliff Averill, who is expected to get released, uh, who also has a career-threatening injury but seems to want to play, but the Seahawks don't necessarily believe that. I think that they were similar injuries, too, but Cliff Averill had surgery, and Cam Chancellor is just sort of waiting it out. I wouldn't be surprised if he was just on the pup list for the entire season to get that guaranteed money. Mm. You were ahead of things, Dan. I think they are kind of dead. That's they why, that's why I have Thomas. a keynote. I have a key downstairs. Oh, yeah. I go down Come any time. I haven't popped down there to the lab, the scientist lab. Oh, I was like, where's what's downstairs? Quite frankly, because I don't feel welcome with Gregory. Yeah, but I, I feel like Greg has not been a great host. Not at all, but I get it. I get it. It's his corner. He doesn't want me down there. Who so I is that the by kitchen. the whipping room or what, 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 what's it called? <laughs> the agony chamber? The agony chamber. That's kind of your thing. Yeah. They actually, they're going to have a... Uh, a ceremony to rename it the Colleen Wolf Agony Chamber here at NFL Great. headquarters. Greg, why would you not want him to I feel want, welcome? I, I want him down there. I don't remember West. any vibes like that. I, we both felt the same thing. I, I have felt like Greg has not been as welcoming as he could about you being included. Wow. Well, you you if you're going to use the equipment, you clean up after yourself. That's number one. Uh, Things are praying between just the one two of, of you. The, that's just one of the rules. What what is that I about? Know. What is I don't even know what that means. Just pick up your stuff. You know, if you're going to use a beat. Sounds like an excuse for a guy that doesn't want me down there. Beaker okay. protocol. Yeah. Beaker protocol. Can't be messy. Hit me with a beaker protocol in a big spot. Speaking of Greg and Greg enemies, uh, Mike Shula <laughs> uh, is the new Giants offensive coordinator. Um, 
Kim Jones reported on Tuesday, spent the last, I don't know, bunch of seasons, five seasons with Carolina, had a lot of success when Cam won the MVP, but was often maligned, especially by the man to my right. What are you laughing at, Wes, over there? I see I like, him giggling. I, I like Dan, the new Dan. Like It's off season. He's like, I don't know, five seasons, whatever. It was five, by the way. <laughs> Five, yeah, but you right. five as a coordinator, two like as a QB dance. coach. This is he gets the coordinator title, but he's kind of the QB coach. It's Pat Shermer's offense. Right, he, he literally is the QB coach for Eli Manning. So you know, out of a little deference, and that way you can pay him a little more since he's the coordinator. He's been in the league a long time. You give him that nice little title, but this is Pat Shermer's. You know, yeah, I don't know if it's team. a, it, I guess, a Dave Gettleman connection that helped oh, yeah. bring him there too. But it's a, it's a step down career-wise, in terms of what he had shown he could do in Carolina, like him or not, I mean, he's not going to call play. I don't I, – I always that could always concerned. change, too. That, I always get concerned about expect- these coaches that say, I'm going to – Pat Shermer was in over his head in Cleveland. The idea that he's going to call plays and do everything else, let's see how that goes. I, I, I did not expect Mike Shula to get another offensive coordinator job, though. So it's not a surprise that he, has he got to the take title. A little step. He'll probably be drawing up plays. He's not going to yeah. be calling them. But, yeah, it's interesting because they have Gettleman there and now Shula and then their um, personnel consultant that was the player personnel director in Carolina before. I don't want to mess up his name, but do it's it. Mark K-O-N-C-Z. Cons? Cons. Cons. Mm. Yeah. Close to something else. Gunsy. Gunny. He's, he's got some. Uh, he's got it's some. It's like weapons. guns. That's what I'm talking. Didn't about. Didn't have a lot guns. of receivers in Carolina. Now it's he's Gonzo. got Odell Beckham, Sterling Shepard, and what's going and on over there? Eli Manning. <laughs> it's the off season. Um, gonna have a possibly he's going to have a number two overall pick rookie quarterback too. Mm-hmm. Saucy. Moving on, the Arizona Cardinals. A time of uh, transition for that organization, but they're going to keep the general manager around. Uh, Connie Fox. The team announced Monday they have signed. Steve Kahn, dropping the time bomb, the time bomb, excuse me, uh, to a contract extension that will keep him in the desert through 2022. You like the move, Connie? I like it. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's his last two years weren't the best because of a lot of different injuries and stuff that happened. But his first three seasons with the team there were the best in franchise history. So he has his work kind of cut out for him right now. I wonder if he's going to, you know, maybe if they sign Tyrod Taylor or what they do in the offseason in terms mm-hmm. of a quarterback if they draft him, but they need a lot of different pieces, but they still have some some good talent there. And it, his contract lines up with Steve Wilkes, too. An affable sort, also bald, Wes. And, uh, <laughs> I feel like his finest, nice his, finest work is, his finest work has come on the You're the GM segment of this podcast. Yeah, we can't lose him. <laughs> he, he, was good on, uh, he was good on All or Nothing. I, yeah, I like he was. I think this is... They're, they have a fascinating offseason. He has to decide whether he wants to blow up really the group that brought him a lot of wins and fully rebuild or kind of do it piecemeal. There's a bunch of players that he that he's paid a lot of money. Jared Valdir, Mike Iapati, Deion Buchanan, uh, Honey Badger, who all of those guys' future are kind of up in the air. You could keep them all, really, if you wanted. You could get rid of them all. Like they, Larry Fitzgerald's up in the air. It's it's kind of a blow up or not Type of offseason. When they don't have a single quarterback under contract. So whether it's Tyrod Taylor or I could see them being a team that Josh makes Josh McCown. Or moving up in the draft because it's not Bruce Arians there. So Bruce Arians feels like he would love to go get another 
aging veteran that he can trust, but maybe you go rookie finally. They've not developed a quarterback in Arizona in ages. Well, their offense is a mess. It's it's a sneaky mess that people don't really know about. Their offensive line is, is not good at all. Right, that's right. Dude, why pay these guys so much when they're not they're, doing that well? Their wide receiver core is sneaky, one of the worst in yeah. the NFL now, even with Larry Fitzgerald. It's It's a bad offense, so they need to blow that up, but I think they love their defense. All right, moving on. As well. Bowles in the gun. Lovin to his right. Now lines up behind Foles. Foles moves to the right. It goes directly to Clement. Clement reverses it. And the pass goes into the end zone. To Nick and Foles. It's a touchdown by Nick Foles. Colleen, what was that play known as? What is it known as now, famously? The Philly Special. The Philly Special. Of course, the gutsy. It's the play that people remember from this game more than anyone. Uh, in Super Bowl 52, fourth down at, at the yard and a half line, and Doug Peterson and Nick Foles put their heads together. It was actually Nick Foles' idea. And uh, the, the trick play that leads to Nick Foles catching the touchdown pass. Mm-hmm. Eagles win the Super Bowl. All that good stuff. They sure did. Say uh, it again. Say uh, it again. I, listen, I don't want Greg to get any more angry at me. We already got the scientist lab thing going on. No, I, <laughs> watching Colleen host that, parade i'm just imagine like the fact that you got to host the parade it was ridiculous television or your team winning the super bowl i wouldn't say it made up a hundred percent for the pages but it was a beautiful thing to see like it's an amazing moment not just for you the whole city a couple weeks i don't know i buy that or that that it made up for it at all i said Uh, it no absolutely like it's a team also that i really like i picked the eagles to win this division i root for the eagles basically every 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 single season, so it was nice. That to is see. true. You you were pounding yeah. the table for the Eagles for many years. You got Closet it. Eagles fan. All right. Is that now, why we played? The reason that clip? I bring it up. No. The reason I bring <laughs> it up. It's on your behalf, Mark. Okay. Because I just want to surface this, and I I am uh, not involved. I'm not going to pitch it one way or the other. But um, the one thing about your sandwich prop that you made for the Super Bowl, and what it was, was a play in Super Bowl Fifty Two receives a nickname and tops the helmet catch. I'm just going to throw it out there that I don't think this necessarily topped the helmet catch. I'm not making that case. But now with a little bit more, you know, 2020 hindsight type situation, we could see that this is now going to be a famous play in NFL history, at least in this era of the NFL. Did Mark win the prop bet? Wes? It was great call by Mark, but no. If this play had happened in the final couple minutes of the game, and took the lead for the Eagles, sure. But after this play happened, it was before halftime, first of all. They lost the lead. Then they lost the lead in the fourth quarter, and they needed more good plays to overcome it. The helmet catch was, first of all, more improbable, more incredible, more unbelievable, and was the deciding play in that game. This was not the deciding play in the game. Absolutely incorrect. (laughs) No, no, no. No, hold on. Here's the thing. I've seen this all pop up on Twitter and here's what I did. I simply did not get involved because you had a very strong heat-seeking take out of the gate. <laughs> Everyone's got all these strong opinions. I actually don't think that it officially topped the helmet catch in the way There's that no way that it's over. In the way that I wrote that, it didn't. In the spirit of the fact that I came close, did a great job. It came pretty close because you you come out of super, other Super Bowls with close. no title title play at all. So it came a little bit close. Didn't get close enough. In my defense, job. in addition to the searing take, I prefaced it with. I appreciate no, all I of your know. fans I just, coming to Trust me, though. It's like I, like, right, I logged on to Twitter, and there were like 800 things about oh, like no. West battling. Those. So I said, I'm not getting involved hey, in I miss, this. I missed this. When was uh, this? I was tracking that ago, a little bit. Ages ago. Uh, yeah, I was tracking that. And, but, but Mark, you know, 
I had your back there. I just threw it out there to I see maybe I could get well, you four it, sandwiches. It deserved conversation, yeah. but it would be wrong for me to come up with some wild lobby for it to be yeah. bigger than the helmet catch. It so it's not. settled. That is it's a, settled. That is a uh, lost sandwich. I didn't problem. get the trophy. I didn't get the sandwiches. <laughs> Everything's coming up. <laughs> no. Charlie Brown situation over there. <laughs> uh, and that's what's happening in the news. Oh, yeah. Sponsor time. Ready to start your new business? Make it stand out with Squarespace. Showcase your work, blog or publish content, even sell products and services of all kinds. In just a few clicks, you can customize everything from look and feel to settings and sexy time. <laughs> that's actually right. That's what the, that's what the read says. Uh, and it's all optimized for mobile right out of the box. Use Squarespace's analytics to help you grow in real time. Uh, nothing to install. And Colin, you've always wondered about this. Is I'm there just anything so glad. to install? Is no, there there's nothing. Right? Big stopping point for Colin. Well, I'm no, there's no always. issues. I'm so easy. I've been getting. To, I've been talking to the people at Squarespace, getting together my uh, women's tennis blog, Courts of Thunder. Yes. So that's coming out. Nothing oh my god, stop. I can't wait. Hey, Mark. Yes. And Wes, little kissing cousins. Destiny is calling. It says <laughs> this actually <laughs> says this. Answer. It says you need a new website. Make it with Squarespace. So you too. You guys can start a blog too. I know I will. How about Wes gets his act together? <laughs> he used to have a blog. <laughs> wow. We all did, Wes. We all have our blog really? stories. Uh, head to squarespace.com. For, save it for the Wes blog podcast. I all right. Tune in on that one. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, use the offer code AROUND to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com. Offer code AROUND. Hey, before we move on, something happened on... Um, the podcast or something I said on the podcast and forgot about was resurfaced on Twitter today. A guy named Patrick at LB3PTMAN uh, had set a reminder in his calendar that at some point in the past history of our show, I promised on today's date, February 14th, uh, 2018, we would have the Theology Podcast. Oh, um, I'm not prepared for this today. And I'm not saying that we... I'm just saying that was the promise that I made, and that means we made to no, the audience. No, it doesn't. <laughs> I have prepared a few thoughts on this subject. I know you've always had them in the chamber, Wes. But um, uh, the question, I guess, is... Well, let's just... Hang on a second. Let's get a little heavenly for a second. Mm. Turn it up for a little bit, Lutz. Just end yet? I feel relaxed. It's not Enya, but it's what Enya would sound like if we were allowed to play her. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to use a softer voice here. The Theology Podcast. Is it time for the Theology Podcast? Now that you mentioned time, what is time? <laughs> we don't have a whole lot of it. I no. want to do it. It's fine. Not in the middle of this show. It deserves a All right, full I'll open show. it here, and then you guys can it deserves decide. Deserves a full show. Uh, Let's power rank the religions <laughs> yeah. and also potential busts. This include all dead religions or only ones that people are currently killing in the name of? What religion is a potential bust? <laughs> Let's open it up to the floor. Oh, no. Start with Colleen. Nope. <laughs> I'll throw Scientology out there as a potential bust. I feel it's been unmasked. Mm. Mm. Does that even count? Yeah, that's Mark Sessler that said that, by the way. Team Travolta. <laughs> Greg, any thoughts? Potential bus. I'm trying to think of some power rankings. I'm trying to think of some religion 
related Dan, to Dan, I feel like you problem. have some. You, you just, have some in mind. I would like I'm to moderated. truly have. Oh, oh, I would okay. like to truly have a theology podcast discussion. I think it would deserve more than a couple minutes in the middle of a show, though. I think it. Mm-hmm. I think save show. it. Save it for the theology podcast. Hot take here. All busts. All of them are busts, including <laughs> atheism. Okay. Mm. That's a hot take. That's a tease. It's kind. Some would say that would be kind of a gutless take, though. It's all. They're all human constructs. Interesting, Mark. I don't know. I'm not really. I'm not getting involved. I mean, you guys asked. By the way, I'm talking uh, to the audience now. You guys asked for this particular conversation for four years. On the feast Are you enjoying of Saint Valentine. Yeah, we're not really delivering. And it's on, also Ash Wednesday. On the feast of Saint Valentine's Day. Are you going to get ashes, Dan? Is that? Is that? I, my thing? mom's listening. I can't tell you these. <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> but I love you, mom. At least that's intact. Raised me to be a, a good Catholic boy, and I'm unbalanced, I believe. What are you giving up for Lent, then, Dan? Gatorade. Mm. I always just give up Gatorade, even though I don't really drink <laughs> really? it anymore. I used to give it up in college, and it was a big deal, because I loved Gatorade. And I just give it up anyway. I don't really drink it anyway. Mm. How about you? Oh, um, sugar. Uh, see. Gave up Catholicism for Lent. Mm. <laughs> um, all right, so we'll save it for the rest of it for the Theology Podcast. Coming up. February 14th, 2019. No, I think we need to do it in the middle of the summer. That's the problem. A nice summer podcast. July, all right. We need a retreat. I'm trying to figure out when my vacation Yes. July 8th. No, it's not going to be 2017. It will not be. Theology podcast. All of a sudden, it's like, I'm hosting, and it's a theology <laughs> podcast. It will all right. Not. There you go. So there's a little teaser for the theology podcast. Hope everybody enjoyed it. Um, hot takes from Wes. Uh, Connie lied about Lent. <laughs> and uh, Mark, a big no comment. To go to confession. Yeah. All right. I took down Scientology. I think that was... That was actually... That yeah. was foundational. Yeah. Team Travolta. Again, Team Cruz. I just say I have questions. Mark I have major Anthony questions. And like, and like religious activity, you know, throughout my life, I was not involved really in the mm. whole <laughs> podcast. Not really yay or nay. Just wasn't... This is a real holy group. Wasn't involved. <laughs> Never came up. You weren't raised... In any religion, really. I had never went to any sort of service or anything like that. No, really? I was, I mean, I grew up in an Irish Catholic town, but my right. parents, no, I was never, I'd never been, I've never been to a place of worship. It never really came up in our house. Hmm. You also said you never went to a gym. <laughs> Ever? What? Not to work you out You have some gyms. interesting no. uh, Still? boundaries been- around you. I mean, I've been to like hotel, I've never worked on the equipment at the gym other than the, the no. uh, treadmill, treadmill. Famously has never lifted a weight. All right. Speaking of Greg, um, sometimes some peculiar natures about Greg, but we we love him. And there's nothing peculiar about this banger that Greg wrote, a two-part banger on the website uh, called Prominent – well, you wrote – This is Greg's corner, by the way, in in the entire industry. (laughs) You wrote a two-part column, AFC and NFC players – of prominent nature who could be cut. And uh, why don't we kind of just go through some names, Greg? And you kind of will kind of run a lot of this through you, Greg, but it's, a, it's an open conversation for all. Um, Greg, why don't we start with this? Who to you is the biggest name, the biggest fish that could end up entering the free agency pond uh, in the next weeks, months? Mm. That's a good question. Thanks, man. I think Des Bryant is the one that's been talked about the most, like in terms of has the highest profile and has a legitimate chance of being released. And I think 
it's the type of move that the Cowboys never make. And so that it's not a move I expect the Cowboys to make. I think they'll find a way to come up with some sort of compromise where in reality he does kind of take a pay cut, but it's couched as an extension where it lowers his cap and he can make it back in incentives. I think he wants to stay, and I don't think the Jones uh, family really wants to give it up, but they decided to make this a huge issue when right after the season, in in a very telegraphed maneuver, yeah. Stephen Jones said, I'm not sure about Dez. I'm not sure about his future. And Jerry Jones said, well, you know, he's he's been part of the problem. We need more big plays. So they made this a bigger story, I think, than it would have been already. And not just big plays. They, they said he's been an issue on the sideline with some of his histrionics. I mean, I thought they went out of their way to say, this is why you're not as valuable to us as you once were, which is basically, to me, take a pay cut or take a walk. It's early negotiating employment. Brian had very strong words saying that he would not take a pay cut right after the season, too. And so, you know, we can see. I judge cuts and releases, how big they are, by how weird it would be to see player X in a different uniform. And seeing Des Bryant in anything but a Cowboys uniform, he puts me at the top of this list. I think he, he sits at the top of this list. Weird. So it's any, like, the biggest name in free agency besides Kirk Cousins? Well, just, I guess, like, guys that, Who could, get, that, no, guys that, that are could get cut. Currently There's... attached to a team under contract mm. for next year or beyond, but could end up uh, getting cut before free agency starts. So another, like, another big name out there, Greg, another example would be? Like Brandon Marshall. There's some obvious ones that are big names. Like Brandon Marshall, I think, is a no doubt he's going to get cut. You're... Is he going to get a job, Brandon Marshall? He couldn't broadcast. He, I think he, he would. His he's career, not going to leave New York, don't you think? His career might might be over. Demarco Murray is one that I would be stunned if he stayed on the team. Tyrod Taylor is a, is one where are are we a hundred percent the Bills are going to let him go? Would any team actually think about trading for Tyrod Taylor? He's due eighteen point five million. Everyone assumes they want to get rid of him. I don't know. Are they really going to be? Able- why would anyone assume that? What? Because <laughs> we assumed it last year too. They bench him every year. It didn't happen. But this year, he said he's not going to take a pay cut. So I think he'll be a starting quarterback elsewhere. It's he's had such a weird relationship with the Bills and vice versa. I mean, for the whole time he's been there, it seems Terrible like really. it's been- it seems like it would just be healthier right. for everybody if he moved start on. over. Yeah. Um, yeah. So ta- uh, Demarco Murray, who had a really good first season in Tennessee, he's going to be a big name out there. But he feels like also a guy on the wrong side, Colleen. The, a guy that was beat up. His body was beat up last year, and he maybe didn't have the same burst. I don't no. know. He's going to have a big market either. No, especially if you have Derrick Henry there, who clearly was the more productive running back and a new head coach. I mean, Mike Rabel. I don't. I, I, if I'm him, and I see both of these too running similar. backs, so yeah, you don't need both of them. And there, and there are going to be plenty of. It's hard for aging running backs who don't play special teams or really do much. You know. To, to get jobs. Adrian Peterson is on this list because he's, he's still under contract for the Cardinals. I, I believe he'll get cut. Doug Martin will certainly get cut uh, by the Bucks, you know, and then there's guys like Frank Gore who are free agents. I mean, it's it's tough for all these guys to get jobs. I think Matt Peterson, Forte. Matt Forte yeah. uh, could get cut. I'm more interested in kind of the, the options where the player's still good and it's you're not sure what's going to happen. The Packers are interesting to That's me. That's the to, one that caught my attention. To look at their receivers and think, are they going to bring back Jordy Nelson and Randall Cobb, or is it an either-or scenario, which is what I think a lot of people around Green Bay feel? Yeah, it's a tough call, too, because Jordy Nelson obviously fell off the map once Aaron Rodgers uh, got hurt. 
But he also seemed like maybe he was showing signs of decline either way. And now he's a year older. Aaron Rodgers is back. But is he going to be worth the money at this point? Defenses were already treating Devontae Adams as the number one receiver before Brad Hundley took over for Aaron Rodgers. But I think you do have to wonder how much of that Jordy Nelson becoming one of the least productive receivers in the NFL was the loss of Aaron Rodgers because they have that unique chemistry and rapport that they – it's hard to replace with Brad Hundley. So he that's why he's intriguing to me because I don't know if he can still play or not. Randall Cobb to me, Mark, has been kind of a disappointing guy ever since he signed that contract. I liked him a lot and thought he was like the secret weapon of that team in a lot of ways. And then last few years, it just it never has clicked. So I feel like, yeah, Greg, that was a great choice to put him on the list. Thank you. Good job. <laughs> Your thoughts, Mark? No, it's totally electric a few years ago. I think they have a massive front front office regime shift here. I wonder if they're going to start to look at some of these pieces that have been in place without any questions around them differently because I think they're going to approach free agency differently in the entire offseason process. And you mentioned in the article Aaron Rodgers, his his head would completely explode. If, <laughs> right. If, if they got rid of a both. <laughs> well, well yeah. both. I think you have, it's, it's good that you put or because it can't be both your clean yeah. house. I think if they both were unwilling to take a pay cut, then I think the team might be prepared to let go of both. But Jordy Nelson has already kind of telegraphed publicly that he'd be willing to take a pay cut, that maybe he understands his value is not the same and he'd like to stay there, which you would think gives him the edge over Cobb to stay and because of his connection uh, with Aaron Rodgers. And they probably have to move him to the slot a little more, which is where Cobb plays. So, Again, it kind of only makes sense for one. And don't forget, they paid Devontae Adams number one receiver money. So suddenly the three of those guys are combining for more than $35 million, which is pretty crazy for a wide receiver crew. You bring up players, and I agree, it's more interesting guys that you don't know whether they're on the upside or downside. Mo Wilkerson is done with the Jets. He he basically tardied himself out of town there. (laughs) Uh, But also he was making a crap ton of money uh, for a guy who has played very mediocre football ever since coming back uh, from that broken leg and getting all that money. However, he's still a younger guy. I think he's 28 or 29 years old. Um, before that leg injury, he was one of the best and most versatile defensive linemen in football. The Jets are done with him, but I could see another team you know, getting wooed by Wilkerson who's going to say, I'm ready to like start over and him getting a big deal out of it. What do you guys think? Was there some overlap between Mo Wilkerson and Petten in New York? Wilkerson was a yeah, first-round pick in 2011. Yep. Yeah, I think maybe Green Bay. Petten now Ooh, running the Packers defense. That. I think That's... with guys like him, when you question their attitude, it's who were they most successful under as a coach. So maybe there is some right. connective he's, tissue there. I mean, he you're, you're right. He's only 28 years old, and he'll be 28 when the season starts. That's pretty, that's yeah. pretty young. That's a little – there's a couple that's of these – yeah, there's a couple of these guys on this list. Robert Quinn really stands out. Robert Quinn is a fascinating case to me because for one season, he played about at a J.J. Watt type of level, a very different player. But he played at a defensive player of the year type level. And he really hasn't had that type of season since. But he's only 27 years old somehow still. He's had some injuries, so he feels older. And he's due a lot of money, $12 million this year. And he would be a logical cut because I don't think he played to that level. But maybe in today's NFL, when there's all this cap space, it's like, maybe you just keep Robert Quinn and see if he turns it around. It's like, what do you got to do with all this cap space? That's one of my one of my new themes. Cap space is overrated. I think the teams that really banked on building up cap space as some sort of huge strategy are feeling like 
it was a bit of a waste because the entire NFL has a ton of cap space. There's more cap space than anyone really needs at this point. Well, you end up wasting money or overspending if you feel this pressure to use. Like some of these teams that have a Cleveland has one hundred and ten thousand dollars, <laughs> right. one hundred and ten million. $110 million. Yeah. It's ridiculous. However, it's like, it, and you need a tackle. Let's say you need a tackle. There's literally not a tackle available. So what are you going to do with your cap space? Very aggressive posture from Greg. His state of Louisiana coaster looks like <laughs> dull guns over he here. Really I love it. it. I'm, I'm, I'm holding it. Here, I'm here's spinning how, it. Here's That's the positive. Because it's better to have more money than less money. I get what you guys are saying. But let's use the Browns as an example. Let's say they go all out for Kirk Cousins. And they offer that guy... You know, 120 million guaranteed. Even after they do that, they'll still have more money well, or mean. as much money as anyone else. Pretty much every right. team going like, after Cousins can do that. Right. Well, that's not exactly true, though. I think so. I because think so. you have two teams in the Jets and Browns that have more money than anyone, so they but, can pay more. They can but can't Cousins, no, Cousins they can't agree because to a contract that it would allow almost anyone to get this year's cap I, line, right? I, I don't think you can come up with a team that wants Kirk Cousins that couldn't pay him the highest salary in NFL history by leaps and bounds and still have plenty of cap. Without making cuts? No. Vikings have $50 million in then cap. What are we, then if this is true, uh, then what are we doing here with the cap? Because what is in the, the last couple, I think five years ago, maybe this was a different conversation. It, it, it started to get jacked up. Big that time. might be too high if this is the real conversation we're having that it doesn't matter. Or anymore. we're going to see for, like, for most players teams. start to get, like quarterbacks, like quarterback salaries are going to skyrocket. Other salaries are going to skyrocket. I think sky, salaries should go up. The players... Or have, deserve it, basically. Let's dig one level deeper. The fall-off in the quality of play in the NFL is directly related to teams failing to pay established veterans. They don't pay them anymore unless you're top-of-the-line high guy. If you're a mid-tier starter, you don't get paid. People yeah. would just rather go with draft picks. Maybe we'll start to see some of those guys get paid again, and the quality of football will go up. Greg, you got a little spooked, and you didn't put this gentleman on your list. <laughs> but we're going to bring it up right now on the show. Honey Badger in Arizona. I don't think he's going to get it's cut. Possible? I didn't. I don't think he's going to get cut. So I didn't think he fit on this list. And I might write about him uh, separately. I think that he could be a trade candidate, and his situation is really complicated because he's due nineteen million dollars guaranteed o- over the next two years if if they decide to pick up the option in his contract. And I don't think they felt like he played at that level. But I I'm like, how many? Honey badgers are there out there? I think again. Why not try to keep him? See if he can regain that form another year he, away from surgery. He did down the stretch this year. He was a much different player from Thanksgiving on than he was early in the season. But I think he could be traded because they found someone they like in Buda Baker that mm. does some mm. su- similar things. It's a different regime, and he. I think he would be very tradable. What about another? As long as we're talking about guys who spooked Greg, <laughs> what about Indomitian Sue? Is he a guy who could be cut? Well, there are whispers, actually, while we were taping this, that Dolphins' ownership is talking about potentially reported, wanting Jason to move on. CBS reported that the people connected to Ross would be ready to move on, potentially from Sue, who was, at the time of his signing, uh, what was it, three years ago now, three off-seasons ago, wow. the highest-paid player in the NFL, or at least the It'd be player. logical, but I did ask around on that one, and it felt like... It felt like they weren't going to cut him, that they think he's too good, that they'd cut a lot of other people before. So you're him. the ATN insider. Ooh. I'm checking in with other insiders. Watch out. Dave. Thank you very Not much. Dan. Here with NFL.com's Greg <laughs> Rosenthal. <laughs> NFL.com. 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 The NFL.com's Greg And you said, by the way, Greg, before that uh, I haven't broken anything in a while. 
I don't know. I can't remember who got that exclusive on the field after the Super Bowl with Colleen oh, Wolf. Who else had Connie right after the Super Bowl? Hit me, Lindsay. I'll give it to you, but you essentially just spoke to your friend on the field. That was one of my another fav- way to put it. It was one of my favorite moments in our podcast history, though. So I, I give you all the credit for that. I was just wandering I around and I saw Dan, and I was like, "Thank God, someone I know, someone that's close, a friend." <laughs> if you broke news, then I want a sandwich off that because I'm the one person that said that you would. Oh yeah. That's- so what's so what's happening here? I don't know. That was Patra's uh, I- prop, not mine. How's, Take it up with Patra. How subpar would that drop be if the Dolphins weren't involved? Oh, the great La Cid uh, doing her thing right now in uh, BYU, at BYU. Former podcast producer. Our former podcast producer. It was great her idea to put too. the dolphin in. Killer singer. Yeah. Unfortunately, I have to say the best singer in the history of this podcast. I know that I shade at me. It it's fine. I wasn't singing. I was rapping. Did you hear? <laughs> she literally sang the national. La Cid sang yeah. the national. I know. It was awesome. Game. Did you hear that Lindsay actually did her own version of Odds and Ends last week? No, I didn't check, hear. Check it out. All right. Was it this week? What day was that? It was, the longest it week was ever. last Thursday. Oh. And thank you for listening to our show, Colleen. It, that was that was the parade day. Well, you guys heard me on there. the show. She was hosting. I, a listen, I don't listen. To I had already started my celebrating. We didn't at that expect point. you to listen to it live. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would have been really weird. Um, okay. Anything else, Greg? Anybody else you want to throw out there? I think the Broncos are really interesting with Akib Talib because he's still playing at a very high level, but the the buzz seems to be that he's going to get cut. Which is surprising. I mean, he's going to be turning 33, but he he was still playing great. And then there's some t- thought, and and Ian Rappaport said the belief is that Emmanuel Sanders will stick around with the Broncos. But I think there was some thought that maybe he would be dangled in a trade, mm. and he would be he would be a high quality player to be out there. I think he can still play it. But their receivers level. went from being arguably the best one-two punch in the NFL a couple of years ago to being last year. It seemed like. A competitive liability. Yeah, something's really? going to happen I thought there. so. I thought they looked really old last year, hmm. the two of them together. And Emmanuel Sanders dropped a lot of passes for a guy whose hands were phenomenal in, in 2014. Maybe it's not that crazy for him to be traded then. Well, he's yeah. playing through injuries too. You never know with guys who are 29 or 30 whether it's a sign that they're towing the cliff or whether it's just a bad season and they'll bounce back the next year. And John Elway didn't exactly give them a vote of confidence either when he was asked about them at the Senior Bowl. I I I'm, I want to see what your Eagles do. They have an they're the literally Pronouns. the only team, Colleen, Me. over the salary cap right now. And and usually you would look at a roster like that and think, oh, there's a lot of dead weight. They, they, their problem is they have too many good contracts. They're oh, practically million, every, They're ten million over pra- the cap. They won't be able to keep Trey Burton, which practically, probably. which is a great problem to have. Yeah. I don't see a lot of overvalued contracts on that team. It they mostly look like people are getting what they're worth. Tory Smith, maybe you get rid of. Brent Selleck might retire. It won't be hard for them to get under, but they're not going to be very active, and they might have to make a tough choice or two. So there you go. Check it out. Nick Greg. Foles, maybe. Trade him away. That would be surprising, <laughs> right? They have amazing insurance there with their star quarterback coming off ACL injury. Could happen, though. I didn't think it happened, right, Greg? That's the NFL. It's a crazy Or league. trades. That's the good thing about this. all this cap space is teams are – it's easier to just tr- make sure – 
crazy trade. Tell Mike Glennon how great it is. He's probably going to be cut. Greg with these coasters, is, you're killing me. Yeah, this whole show. I got a picture of you. I just <laughs> oh, good. around. <laughs> you know, sometimes I like to throw out uh, new kind of slogans for the NFL. That one was very organic. You ready? The NFL. It's a crazy league. That's that's good. Okay. No, I yes. like it. I like that. As always, I don't. I'm not hurt if you don't like it. It's a no. I like that. Situation. I thought you were gonna say the NFL. Anything can happen. I feel like Vince McMahon <laughs> might actually use that for the XFL. That, you know, you get Lindsay mad at you. That's that's Uncle Vince. Uh oh. I mean, the league that will never happen. No, Triple H is Uncle Paul. Vince's Grandpa Vince. Okay. Wow. Good info. The thing. Uh, before we go, where are we at with the Chris Wessling Save Our Wessling? Uh, <laughs> I know one said that. Save Ferris. Yeah. Where are we at? Because I know the listeners, and not just the listeners, also the football cognoscenti have really stepped up. Yeah. It's been incredible. Since we announced the uh, GoFundMe to anyone who didn't hear about it for Chris's uh, medical costs on this podcast, and then we sent a couple tweets out right around when the podcast came out. That As we're taping this, that was less than 48 hours ago. In in less than two days, we are almost at Wes's goal. That's amazing. We, we, by the time people listen That's to amazing. this, and everyone should – you know, go to the GoFundMe, search for Chris Wessling's name, or check out my Twitter or, or any anyone else's Twitter. The last few days, uh, you can put us over the top because I think I think it's going to happen. It happens well, so. By the time fa- you hear this, it will probably be over the top. We are right there. We're it's right overwhelming, the don't you? It's overwhelming for me by proxy. Just like looking how it makes you feel good about the human condi- the human people out there, well, <laughs> the human, human all those humans out there. Yeah, I've often said that cynicism is poison, and and there's no. There's no better thing in my life that's ever happened than to see this outpouring of, of love and support. And it's overwhelming. It's an emotional overload for me. And it, and it happened in a week where the other night was the most pain I've been in since surgery. There are still issues with eating and drinking. Mm. And there are setbacks. Um, you know, for all the Europeans who have questions about our healthcare system, <laughs> it's not that the NFL's insurance hasn't paid for a lot of it. They have. It's just that there are a lot of costs that have come up along the way. The vocal cord injections that I paid for out of pocket, there are uh, issues with the rental equipment on, on uh, feeding tubes and all kinds of just costs that you don't even imagine happening. And, and I am so appreciative of everyone uh, of the sport, of the messages people have left along with the money. It's just, it's overwhelming for me, and I'll probably sit down and have a big cry at some point. Oh, Wes. Thank you to everyone. It's good stuff. Thank you to everyone that's done it, because the listeners especially have stepped up. You're right, a lot of great people around kind of the industry who yeah, really absolutely. respect Wes have as well, but a ton of listeners, including ton overseas and these are I the best know. listeners. It's cool. It's almost like a gift, and a lot of yeah. it was thank you, you Wes, for what for kind of what you've uh, given them in terms of entertainment over in the podcast, and they're happy to have somewhere to help. Oh, it's it's amazing what it can mean to to people who just know, like people who grew up with me have read some of the comments and have said they started crying, and you know it just oh no, you know my brothers and my mom when they see that stuff they love it. The Paramore has you know. You know that that she's ra- a, she's that had, raised me up a few levels in her eyes just seeing that stuff. You know she's gotten emotional. I I oh, can yeah. guess a few times. Yes, she has. Okay, great news, when, great stuff. Real quick, when yes. uh, when we first saw this, I said to John, "I'm like, oh my god, 
uh, they have a GoFundMe for Wes. And John was like, give him a bank account. Give him, just give him everything. <laughs> <laughs> Is he the money man in your family? He's not. He does okay. not manage He's spending college. He's not great at managing the money. Like, give him a bank account. By the way, just, just so everyone pull back the curtain, open the kimono. Colleen and Gonzo live in a shelter in Santa Monica. Basically. <laughs> uh, because of Gonzo's out-of-control spending. Who? John Ronald Don't Gonzalez, born March 12, 1977, is an American Back. sports writer who is married to NFL media broadcaster. Colleen Wolf, John, who's a Pisces, resides in Los Angeles with his wife and two dogs. So there you have it. Uh, we will be back on Friday. Uh, um, and just, Greg, want to bang that you, um URL out one more time in case we don't go over. Yeah, go gofundme.com slash Chris Wesling takes out the big C. But if you again it's on Twitter or link and or just search Chris's name on GoFundMe. Uh we will be back uh on Friday with our third show. We just found Roger Goodell sends an email out, a company wide email <laughs> saying that, hey everybody, take the freaking day off. This is a true story. That's when? actually in the email. Yeah, he sent it out to me. Hey yo, it's Rog. Take the freaking day yeah. off. Signed, Rog. And, uh, you know, we have a scheduled podcast and we have sponsorship uh, uh, necessities in terms of scheduling. So we can't go anywhere. Well, we'll I, not everyone I, can just throw responsibility out the window. No, I've been oh. tracking this. This is about the fourth year in a row this has happened to us. Well, hey, the mandated day off came to everyone except, oh, you, you well, it never was doing oh, your show well, on always, Friday afternoon. It never really applies to the media because it's not the media group, which is a, like 500 people out here or more, because the website has to stay online. And the, Does it the network, uh, Yeah, I mean, that's a the network, and, and if it went down and all these little precious features went away from one day, what would happen? I always do wonder, though, because you're right. He does this every year, and he said, you guys did such a great job in Minneapolis. Like, you get this this day off. But right. at some point, you know, we've done a great job every year. You know, well, yeah. Is it on Valentine's Day every year? No, it's no. Up, maybe Raj oh, is a the, really big Valentine's Day guy. What a sweet well, well Roger Goodell show. shares. Uh, maybe he wants to get a long weekend because he shares a birthday with Chris Wesseling and famous and myself. Famously, up. the three of us. Everyone calls us the three amigos of the NFL. <laughs> Raj Wesson. That's Greg. right. <laughs> yeah, President's Day, Monday. Wow. A lot of good stuff. Ooh. Birthday stuff. Fun birthday times. Everyone loves to celebrate. <laughs> Fun birthday times. <laughs> Trying to get out of the show, but <laughs> do your best. Fun birthday times was how to do it. <laughs> what was your thing about human? Human people have really come through. Human here. people. <laughs> <laughs> Subscribe to the Around the NFL podcast on Apple Podcasts or Google Play. Where's Spotify? Come on, Shadowy League figures. Leave us a review also, you know, if you like us. But give us five stars and then write whatever you want. And we, maybe we'll address some on the show uh, coming up on Friday's show, the top 10 calls of 2017. So make sure you check it out. And uh, let's go. Stan Hans is signing off for a quiet storm. The mailman. Tiny box of the old boss, Lindsay Bolton, behind the glass. Till Friday. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 
37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.